Welcome to Off the Cuff with Des and Zane. I'm your host, Carissa Dez. I'm your host, Zane Thomas. We'll be talking to you about the local Portland music scene. And everything in between. Catch us live at 11 a.m. every Sunday morning, Pacific Standard Time. On Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And you can check out edited episodes on Spotify. We have a special guest today. Colt Crimes is here. Hey. Otherwise known as London. And you are, what, what kind of music would you say that, um, what, what genre would you say your music is? Uh, best, I don't know. It's all over the place, I guess. Electronic crossover, but I don't know, multi-genre. So it's like industrial hip hop, but yeah, it's got a little bit of everything in there. Cool. That's yeah. probably the thing that like I enjoyed the most about uh, what I listened to is just I, it wasn't like I was like, oh, this is exactly what I'm listening to, because even once I thought I knew what it was, it became something different and evolved. And uh, right. yeah, I, I, I really appreciated that about your music. All right, thanks. Yeah, I think it depends, like, honestly, what song you're listening to, because you can listen to one song and be like, oh, it's this thing and then listen to another one. And yeah, it's like, like this trap like this is there's so <laughs> many, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> This is a trap classical. I like it. I love it. I love it. Sure. Yeah, right. no, I love the the amount of layers. So, uh, did you start off with one genre and then kind of build your way into being a multi genre um, performer? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I feel like I just started kind of experimenting, and it just turned into what it turned into. I didn't necessarily have any kind of goal per se as what sound I was going for. I think the whole objective was just like a lack of inhibitions and try to create just whatever I wanted to. And then I think once I had um, like put out a handful of singles and I started dialing in, like depending on the project or the yeah. EP and then kind of basing it around that and then move from there. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's, that's yeah. super interesting. Yeah. And you play all sorts of um, instruments. You play the drums, you play keyboard. Um, are there any others that you, that you play? Uh, mainly drums, keys, and then like a lot of sample work and electronics um, all over the place. I suck at guitar. That's the one instrument. Like I try <laughs> Probably better than me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like pretty bad. I feel like I play stuff where I'm just like picking random things, but like to move and do chords and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, uh, just about everything, like keys and drums and vocals. And vocals, of course. Yeah. Uh, do you ever play with anybody else? Like do vocals and then somebody else plays instruments or is it always you? Uh, for you? the most part, it's all like everything under the cult crimes umbrella is all me. Like all the parts are me, uh, structure, all the pieces, but I have done collaborations with other artists. And then, mm -hmm. so in that case, it just depends what they do. Sometimes it's them vocals. Sometimes it's both of us. And mm -hmm. yeah, it just depends who I'm working with. Awesome. And yeah. how long have you been playing music for? my whole life since I was like 10 years old. So I started on drums. I played drums for so many years before finally I started, I picked up piano, started doing vocals. And then from there, I think as more electronic equipment started to come out and more sample based equipment started to come out, that's when I was like, okay, this is actually beneficial to me because this is how my brain works. I'm like, I could do anything with this. It's just making the voice malleable and turn it into whatever I wanted to was, that's when I got to actually like have a lot of fun. Yeah, awesome. yeah. No, that's really dope. Um, so did, I guess, being a multi-instrumentalist come out of like a desire to play multi multiple instruments or did it come out of a necessity for wanting to have more instruments and not having anyone to play them? 
I think more of just like wanting to build songs, like full songs, exactly how I wanted to do it. And like mm -hmm. knowing I needed to be able to create all the pieces to do so. so yeah. I'm like, all right, if I want to make a song like from beginning to end, I better be able to uh, do it all yeah. and not have limitations. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, just the desire to create things exactly the way you want to create them kind of pushes you to, to do things that not everybody can do. Because learning an instrument is difficult. Sure. Learning two instruments is very difficult. But, right. you know, what I mean, what what you do and what you what you've been able to create, you know, because like like being able to create drums, you could be really cool, at, good at creating drums and bad at making bass lines. But you've had to become good at bass lines, good at drums, mm -hmm. good at synthesizers, good at sound design like there's so many different layers to that that you know i think that it's it's just really it, it shows how much determination that you've had just in creating music for sure thank Definitely. you yeah yeah i think even just like that's a big thing now is you know which i have such a respect for like really good producers but i feel like it's a line i've never really gone down before so lately it's been like really getting to the production aspect of making songs and mm -hmm. just music in general and like trying to fine tune all those things but also just mainly giving most of the focus to creating and still being as raw as I can. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Do you um, edit all of your sounds or do you have anybody that helps you cut it up and? I edit most of it and then I get it to like a baseline production where I'm like, okay, this is as close as I get to where I like it and I'm happy with it. And then I have a couple buddies who are much better at engineering and mixing than me that help me get it to like where I'm actually satisfied with it. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And I also really love your videos too. Not only do I love your music, but your videos are just so artistic and so um, well shot. I'm sure you have help with those, right? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, wow, very impressive. You do all of that too, on top no, of the music. Sounds, yeah. sounds <laughs> cool. Right. Yeah. No, that's uh, me and my buddy John, and he's been um, filming his whole life. So it's just us getting together and collaborating on stuff and letting both of our imaginations kind of lead that field and sometimes it's like him with a big idea and then both of us you know go from there and sometimes it's me and then other times it's just like i don't know compartmentalized us creating little pieces and then bringing it together to try to make some type of um storyline to it definitely yeah. that's awesome um so i guess with uh the thing that like i'm kind of curious about is like I don't know. Where did you start off? You know, did you start off in a band and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool? Or was it just like, because I guess in my experience, I wanted to make music, but I didn't have anybody to make it. So I ended up having to make everything by myself. Right. You know, like, did you start off in a band and you're like, oh, you know, this is fun, but they're not doing what I want them to do. I can make it by myself better. Um I mean, yeah, I did. I've been playing in a, so I do still play in another project, but I play in a project called Small League Sing Ships. has been around for a while, and I was mainly just doing drums and vocals in that. And then as the albums progressed and I was learning more instruments, I ended up like incorporating that into it. And then I think just recently starting Cult Crimes or doing a solo thing was more just venturing into like pure electronic and sample based stuff mm. which mm -hmm. when you're playing in a full band you can't like just center all the music around that so it's yeah. more just doing that and i don't know if it was necessarily like um i couldn't do what i wanted to do in small leaks but there was for sure a level of the imagination where i'm like 
if I want to do this, I'm just going to have to get in a booth on my own, get in the box and like create that out of nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you say that you use samples, uh, what do you mean? Because I, I do a lot of like sample sampling stuff, too, where it's like, you know, you take a sound and you stretch it out and you do all these like, you know, play it backwards through like a, you know, a phaser. And you, you mm -hmm. can do all these cool, really cool things with just ace, like a simple sound. Right. Um, when you say that, like you do sample based stuff, what do you mean by that? Uh, all the above. So I do sample some other other pieces of music that may not be mine, but then I will manipulate it to the point where it's like it it its own thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But then, yeah, I guess maybe sampling isn't the right term because a lot of times it's me like creating the sounds or I do a lot of things like Stovetop, the most recent video. That mm -hmm. song is like me just laughing and making sounds into <laughs> an OP1 and then replaying it so then all the laughter is in each key and then i'm making <laughs> melodies out of it so mad because that is so genius that i never would have thought of it i'm mad because i didn't think of it not because yeah it's i i don't know i was just i was really impressed with the the music that i had gotten a chance to listen to and it really made me like i don't know it just inspires me because there's the things that you can do with music, I feel There's like... There's no limit. There right. really is no there limit. Really is. And you, no. you can kind of get shy and be like, you know, oh, well, you know, maybe it's all just pianos or it's all just this. But then you see an artist create something that is just so unique that you're like, what it's like what sound did you even start off to make the percussion and that's i'm trying to unwrap like fucking unwrap the just the drums that you made which are just different weird sounds and stuff right. it's like i can't even imagine what went into everything else and all the other layers yeah which happened i mean that's the thing to me is like that's what inspires me a lot of the time is hearing other creatives or artists making these sounds i'm just like what the fuck is that like mm -hmm. how did they do that and then yeah. really nerding out about it and then seeing the way that progresses and the yeah. point of expansion from there i'm always just in awe so is that it. like a point of pride for you when people like listen to your stuff and like how the fuck did you do that yeah <laughs> not the intention but definitely like seeing that response i'm like okay that's pretty rad yeah exactly <laughs> not only does it sound good but you don't understand how it happened but right yeah i can see where that would kind of be a cool absolutely yeah so how do you get in the headspace to be so creative um without a filter um i think it's just trusting yourself it's like it's finding the child in you and just like not being afraid to try things that may be silk. I mean, for me, a lot of times too, it'll start off as something that's kind of goofy, like just sounds ridiculous or just really silly. And, but for me personally, I'm like, well, I love it. So I don't care. But then once you kind of mix it with everything else, then I'm able mm -hmm. to get it to a point where I'm like, okay, this is listenable I guess. <laughs> uh, and still having fun doing so. But then like, actually embedding like real emotion in, in it instead of it just being this like fun silly experiment yeah yeah right so like yeah. lyrically uh where where do you go you know once you've kind of gone in the direction that you want to instrumentally you mm -hmm. know you've, you've laid down that layer it's like you're also a vocalist so what's uh you know what is the thing you want to bring with your vocals is it a more serious message is it a you know relaxed party what mm, i think it's moment to moment it depends whatever i'm feeling at the time where i feel like you know this most recent album i put out which is my first full length um was not at all what i thought it would be but i definitely it's like the year leading up to it i went through a lot of emotional trauma just a lot of a lot of deep shit. so it's kind of ended up that way. So for me, it's, I have to lyrically, vocally, 
whatever ends up on it, it has to come from an honest place from whatever yeah. I'm feeling in that moment. Right. And sometimes it is just ridiculous and I'm having fun. And then other times it's like, it's coming from pain, which I think a lot of artists do. It's like whatever you're going through in your life that is very painful or mm -hmm. messes you up somehow, you have to transcend that in some way. Mm -hmm. And that's what music and art has always been to me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's more cathartic, yeah. if anything. Mm -hmm. And so whatever the viewer takes that as, or whatever the listener uh, takes that as, it's like, cool, whatever works for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's, I mean, obviously music is a great way to express yourself. Do you feel that um, you have an easier time expressing yourself through your music or like communicating through your music than, um, you know, in other ways in your life? I think so. I think uh, the combination of music and visuals, which is why I'm so obsessive with visual art too, and um, why me and John create what we do from a lot of cult crimes um, music is... I think the combination of it ultimately, like the songs that do have videos for it is like, mm -hmm. you really, to me anyways, you're getting the bigger message, which I've had right. some people, I feel like some songs don't hit for certain people and then they get, then the video comes out for it and all of a sudden it becomes like their favorite song mm. where I'm feeling oh, okay. like, well, maybe the song now makes sense to you now that there's mm -hmm. like a visual component to it, for yeah, sure. giving Definitely. off the actual vibe of it which I never even realized at first until I was making more and more videos and then mm -hmm. seeing that reaction and then yeah. wanting to like double down on that and go, mm -hmm. okay, well, let's really get into like the cut of this song and try to, yeah. you know, get that out in the visual. Get right. the most meaning yeah. that you can out of the music and then add as much meaning as you can through the visuals. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So how do you, um, when you're performing live, how do you kind of like project that, like your your style that you have in your videos to to your audience? I don't know. I think live, I almost black out. I think live, which is so, yeah, I don't know if that comes from playing on the drums for so many years live, which is very like just primitive. You're just putting your energy into this thing and beating the shit out of something and it's like coming out of you. And so that is new for me in the past couple of years, all of a sudden like standing up with a mic and playing. I'm like, yeah. okay. So it's just kind of like maybe not being stationary anymore on a drum. It's that's what's still happening, but in motion. So okay. it really is just a raw in the moment mm -hmm. thing. I'm not trying to um, do anything, but maybe I've always thought about like live production anyways, or like mm -hmm. almost theater-esque mm -hmm. inviting that into it, yeah. where I kind of want to mm -hmm. put that in between songs where it kind of uh, becomes the storyline from beginning to end. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Slowly right. over well. time. Yeah. Maybe next year we'll see, see yeah. you live and see yeah. that in motion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually saw you at a space called Renegade, um, which is that warehouse with, like, a bunch of graffiti everywhere. And it was such a cool vibe. Like, I when I showed up, you were actually performing, and it did feel very raw. Um, do you—is that kind of, like, your favorite—what's your favorite place to—like, your favorite venues? Are they like that where they're just kind of, like, DIY, or do you prefer, like, something with— better sound i guess oh man that's a tough one i think like i like them for different reasons like i love the energy of a diy space and just a bunch of people getting together and it's mm -hmm. like a hurrah and no one gives a shit like that's a lot of fun i totally love that environment but at the same time like to have a stage perfect sound like your monitors everything the way it needs to be is also mm -hmm. being immersed mm -hmm. in your own music better mm -hmm. so it's yeah. a give and take if I, if I could have the best of both worlds i'd be like it could be in a thought. cool yep. space. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't seem to exist. So I don't know. 
We're working Not on yet. it. You, right. Over here in Halo space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's really cool. Um, so as far as, as as albums, you said that this one last one was your first full length one. Mm-hmm. Um, were you releasing EPs before that? Was it and if you were releasing EPs and singles, was that because you didn't have the the amount of songs to do it or you just didn't feel comfortable putting it all in order? Yeah, I don't think I had like a concept in my head yet to make an album or what worked as an album. So, yeah, I was kind of like everything was just little chunks that yeah. I was slowly wanted to share it. Yeah. I'm like, this is a thing. This is a thing. So let's just leave that with this, this with that. And then finally getting to the point where I'm like, I want to make an actual album and then felt like I had the space to do so. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what was the hardest part about making the album? Um, I think probably just the mechanics of all of it. Like I was making it in different studios at different times. I was also changing my dog. Like I was working out of pro tools and then switching to Ableton and that kind of happening after like three fourths of the album was done. But then a bunch of space (laughs) went by when I finished a lot of the songs. So it's like some of the songs on the album are like two years old and then Mm. some of them are like a few months old. Sure. So then it's like making that work together because you're you're I feel like I know two years maybe not be a long time, but I feel like for anybody feels when musically. Yeah, musically. I like you'll listen to a song and be like, oh, I'm making completely different music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've listened to something that was like a year ago and been like, oh, wow, that's like I have improved. And it doesn't feel like it when you're doing it day to day. But when you like go back and look back, you're like, oh, wow, like I thought this was really good, you know, or you're like, wow, this was really good. It's like lasted, you know, the test of time. Right. For sure. Um. As far as like uh, music lasting the test of time, what's like a, a song that you've had, you know, for a while that like you you still enjoy doing? Like I enjoy playing or that I'm still. You're still like, you, it's a song of yours that you're a fan it. of. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're still a fan of. Uh, not much, man. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being straight up, I'm always like by the time I put out any song or any album i'm already over it i'm like already going to the next thing and that's what i'm hyped about which sucks because and i think it's i think it just comes from hearing it so many times it's like you're hearing it so many times when you're writing it and when it's done written you're hearing so many times when you mix it and then you make a video for it and so you're like shooting a video for a few days and you listen to it like 40 times as you're like mouthing the words you're like wow i have to this song yeah (laughs) you're like i can't listen to this song anymore (laughs) over this um but i guess i have my favorites i think stove top is like something personally i really love because it's to me i don't like it doesn't sound like anything to me i really can't put it in any kind of box yeah yeah i i love the variations of it and just the way the song was made and the content of it and yeah i think overall that one really does it for me yeah awesome nice um so who are some uh musicians that inspired you when you first started or making music when you were 10 or like later on in life who are like your biggest inspirations musically growing up i was so when it was just drumming i was really i kind of learned from a lot of like jazz drummers my dad was Mm -hmm. a jazz musician and so most of it was like jazz and funk and um that went on for years and at the same time i was like heavily in the punk rock scene so i was like really into punk rock music but Mm -hmm. i didn't like playing punk rock music because Mm -hmm. jazz was way more technical and Mm -hmm. that like the challenge there was Mm-hmm. more appealing than punk rock. Mm-hmm. And so then when I got 
older, anything that was pushing the envelope or just trying something new is what inspired me. Anybody who was like really trying to do something that wasn't done before, even if it technically was, um, was always what it did for me. And that always changed. It's like, I listened to, uh, crazy electronic dance music to hip hop to industrial shit, which is why it all gets kind of blended and incorporated into my music. So there isn't many specifics. It's always like, this year I'm listening to these 10 artists a lot, or there's an album that really did it for me, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just so shifting and changing. I feel like. Nice. Yeah. I could definitely see the punk influence in your music, even though I wouldn't say that your music is punk at all. Well, I guess it's, it's punk because you do push limits. So, um, but yeah, I can definitely see the, you know, the inspiration behind that. Damn. So yeah. Yep. God, damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> They meant be creative. They didn't mean literally do all of it yourself. <laughs> um, no, that's it's it's just it's uh, it's super impressive. Um, the thing that I was going to ask was um, about collaborations. Is that something that like you you uh, that you're open to? Is that something that absolutely? And I've been doing it way more. Like I just put out a collaboration with an artist called Amigara um, out of Phoenix, and he's an electronic producer. He does weird like crazy if you say he's weird now i have to check him out (laughs) he's a buddy of mine too so he's a weird guy i love the death i love the shit he makes but super technical like Mm -hmm. very glitchy um he's an amazing drummer too so it's like really complex beats in it yeah and so we just put out a song together last month and then i have a few more collaborations i think i was getting sick of myself in a way the past six months after putting out an album i just all of a sudden really wanted to like make stuff with other artists so uh yeah three more in the works i have one coming out on um i think the 20th of this month which with a couple with a artist called loam which is two dudes and it's like a straight up pop like banger kind of track and Mm -hmm. i love the way it turned out so and then i have another one in the works that's like way more um raw really aggressive and mm-hmm. um yeah no holds barred kind of thing awesome yeah um so would you say that your music is similar to any other musician or band's music or are you completely in your own league is there something that you can kind of compare it to if somebody were to ask like what is your music like oh man once again it's like it depends what song you mm-hmm. listen to oh. so it's tough right. i try to ask that from like my homies or just like fans and stuff you know every once in a while to get an idea of what they think it sounds like, or they compare it to. And it sucks because most people are like, no, I can't compare it to, it doesn't remind me of anything or it doesn't fit in a certain genre, which maybe I should make it fit in a genre. No, I don't think you should. You have it. There we go. It's the cult crimes. Yeah. It's the genre. Cult crimes genre. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you feel like any other local musicians try to like bite your style since you've been like in the music scene? Not that I know of. I don't know. I'm going to. I'm going to fucking try, man. I'm all for it. Really, dude, it's, it's the coolest shit. Oh, thank you. No, yeah, if I can inspire anybody to want to create something that's like reminiscent to what I'm doing, fucking go for it. I think that's awesome. Like, I'm good with it. Yeah, well, I mean, that was actually why I was asking you about the collaborations, because it's like you, this music that you create is like very much, I like hip hop, but it does kind of get boring. And mm-hmm. it's like, I like, there's, I like electronic, but sometimes there's not enough for me to attach myself to. It's not, right. you know? So it's like, when I, when I hear something that is, that 
I don't know. I've always wanted to do something different. And when I hear somebody doing something different, I'm just like, okay, how do I, how can I share a space with this person? You know? Sure. So I, I, that's why I was just, I was curious if that was something that you, that you looked into. Would you ever work with a hip hop artist? I guess would be my next question. Oh yeah. I think I'd work with any artist of any genre, as long as the chemistry is there. Absolutely. Like I've had, I've definitely had, which I'm sure you have too, where you try to collaborate with someone that you even like their stuff, but the energy's not there between you two and Absolutely. it's like pulling teeth a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually you just got to be like, which sucks if it's with a friend and they really want to work together and it's mm-hmm. not working. You gotta be like, well, same happened. <laughs> oh we boy, can I relate. We uh, tried. Yeah. <laughs> like, do I ghost them or do I tell right. them? <laughs> yeah. Not me, it's you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna slowly walk away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a spin move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in the middle of recording, you're like, yeah, stand yeah. up. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Homer Simpson gif where you oh, like, like slide through the bushes. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. That is exactly. Uh, um, okay. Well, I guess the, the next question that I would that I would want to know is uh, is there anything that we can expect from you in the next uh, year, year and a half? Um, so right now we're kind of shifting me and John anyways, the other dude who works with me on the videos, we're kind of shifting from music videos, which we'll still do them down the line. I think just right now we're kind of shifting from doing music videos to actually, uh, creating short films mm. and like experimental art films, I guess is what I'm awesome. call them. That's, That's awesome. really cool. So yeah, yeah, we're working on a handful of those. We just need to actually finish them or wrap them up, actually like, you know, bring them to a close, but, uh, we're having a blast do that. I have a bunch of songs I'm working on. I feel like none of them are finished right now. I have like mm-hmm. 20 tracks I'm working on. I don't, well, that's I think exciting I like though. Three, yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe three of them are complete and then more collapse. So yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm going to always be all over the place. It's just, that's where I feel like I flourish. I get bored really quick. So I'm just always mm-hmm. like, what can we do next? What can we do yeah. next? What are yeah. we working on now? That's Who's with me? That's <laughs> <laughs> how you become a multi-instrumentalist. Yes. It's not from sitting down and playing guitar for 10 hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that keeps the energy flowing too when you're like not just putting, we've talked about like putting all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. um, but like keeping that energy flowing, I think, um, yeah, I, I think it's the best way to do it. I agree. Absolutely. Um, so where will you be putting out your short films when you're done with them on social media or will you be having, will they be in, um, uh, like on YouTube? I think the ones like, I think the more experimental, like short, short art films are going to be like, yeah, just social media and on all those platforms, YouTube, Vimeo, all that shit. And then, um, the ones that are actually taking like production and a bigger Mm -hmm. budget, will probably get those in some type of film festival. I don't know yet. I think it's something we've like having got, I think once we finish it, then we'll tackle like where it's going to be and how we release it. But I think those will release proper and then everything Mm -hmm. else will be more, you know, here you go. Awesome. Yeah. And will your music be like the background music for those, do you think? I'll be scoring them. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be doing all the audio from, yeah, the actual music in it, the score. Uh, I'm going to, take my hand at doing Foley and ABS, which is like Ooh. the actual sound effects. You could 100% and, do Foley. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I've what Foley? Done, uh, it's like a sound replacement for, you know, if something gets hit, but obviously that mm-hmm. actual raw sound sucks, so you have to replace it with something. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to that make it bounce. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which is that I've always said, like, um, 
when I was uh, for years, I was like, if I didn't make songs or music, that's something I would want to do. That's a hundred percent makes sense because yeah. you literally yeah. are like, because I that's the coolest thing about Foley is that like they look at you know a pan and they're like, yeah, that sounds like thunder, you know, uh-huh. like that's but nobody, everyone else just sees a pan and you're right. like, no, but if I hit it with like a piece of glass, it makes a different sound than totally. Well, when you watch them do it, like it looks so much fun because oh, it just looks so in the like kids play. Yeah, exactly. And they don't have all this stuff around, but they're watching the movie happen. They're just like, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I would love to have that job. Yeah, actually right. get paid to do that for big movies. That would be like, <laughs> oh, great, wait, right? someone gets paid to do this. <laughs> Sign me up. It's like one of those jobs that you don't like expect to do like as your career when you're younger, <laughs> right. but it's just like you fall into it because that's what you've been yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, well, is there anything that you'd like to, to leave us with, uh, you know, before we go? Just uh, something that, uh, you know, whether it's social media, whether it's like, you know, the shout out for an album that, you know, we can just we can actively go and support you. You know, mm-hmm. is there merch that we can buy? What, what can we do? Support your local artist. Yeah. Yes. Uh, support this local artist. You can go to Call Crimes Bandcamp to get any merch or songs. Good Grief is the album I just put out. Uh, we dropped the Still Breathing video, I think that was last weekend, so that's pretty new. That's and then, new. Wow, wow, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and then next song, I'm pretty sure it's May 20th, which is a Friday, is a collaboration with um, an artist called Loam. Uh, yeah, and that's it right now. Awesome. Yeah. And then on Instagram, of course, Colt Crimes, Colt it's all Crimes. One, one word, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where all your videos and music and everything is, too. So yeah. check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you for uh, joining us. Yeah, I really yeah thank you so much. Absolutely. Great chatting yeah, with you. And I'm excited to see um, those short films and the, the new music that you're putting out because I feel like you're always putting new stuff out. So I'm going to keep an eye on that for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been another episode of Off the Cuff with Des and Zane. I've been Zane. And I'm Carissa. And this has been a lot of fun. Peace, love, and donuts. Peace, love, donuts. You're supposed to say pew pew. We almost said oh, it. Oh, pew pew. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>